Before Jesus started his earthly ministry, he fasted for 40 days in the wilderness. Could fasting be the key to preparing yourself for a life-changing mission? This is Cherie. Welcome to Meditating the Word. It's day 15 of our 21-day fast. Our foundational scripture is Mark 9:29. Jesus said, This kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. This tells us he considered fasting important. Today we are going to look at fasting in the New Testament. We'll start in Matthew 4 with Jesus' fast and temptation in the wilderness. He has just been baptized by John. We'll read verses 1 through 11 from the NIV. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and the angels came and attended him. Luke 4, 1 and 2 says, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. This took place before Jesus had performed any miracles, taught publicly, or called any of his disciples. The Gospels of Matthew chapter 9, Mark chapter 2, and Luke chapter 5 tell us that John's disciples and the Pharisees questioned Jesus about fasting. They asked why John's disciples and the Pharisees fasted, but Jesus' disciples did not. The three accounts are almost identical, so we'll just read Matthew's account. I'll read Matthew nine fourteen and 15 from the NIV. Then John's disciples came and asked him, How is it that we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they will fast. As long as Jesus was with his disciples, they had no reason to fast. 
There is also the curious addition to his teaching about patching an old garment with new cloth and pouring new wine into old wineskins, which would seem to indicate that Jesus drew a distinction between the rules and traditions of the Pharisees with the new way he taught. Which isn't to say Jesus didn't think we should fast. He said after he left we would fast. And in Matthew 6 he said, but when you fast, not if you fast. And in our foundational scripture, he said, this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. So obviously, Jesus taught that we should fast, both by his own example and in his teachings. In Acts 13, we see the apostles fasting as part of their ministry. Let's read verses 1 through 3 from the NIV. Now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaen, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. In this account, we see that fasting was used to seek direction and to consecrate Barnabas and Saul for their mission work. How this relates to us today. If you are seeking direction from God, when you need to make an important decision, fasting is an excellent way to put yourself in a position to receive direction. Fasting can also help prepare you for the work you are about to do and can be used to consecrate yourself or others for kingdom work. So where are we going next? In the rest of our time during this 21-day fast, I'm going to review a couple of books on fasting and bring you some different viewpoints of types and purposes of fasts throughout Scripture. Okay, my disclaimers. I am not a medical professional, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as medical advice. Please, if you fast, fast responsibly. If you have any underlying health issues or an unhealthy relationship with food, do not fast. And if you are going on an extended fast, it's a good idea to check with your doctor first. All right, let's check in. What scriptures are you standing on, and have they changed during your fast? Are you gaining clarity on God's purpose or direction for you? Remember to spend as much time as possible studying scripture and praying. While there are some health benefits in abstaining from food, there is little spiritual benefit from simply not eating. It's the combination of denying your flesh and seeking God that creates breakthrough. Remember to keep your journal handy so you can record any revelations that come to you. Here's how I'm doing. My weight stayed the same yesterday, and I didn't fall below the weight I set as the lowest I would go. Today, I will be eating fruits and vegetables, so I expect to begin putting some of the weight I've lost back on. I continue to drink a gallon of water a day and walk at least 10,000 steps. And my energy has remained great throughout the past two weeks. 
I continue to spend a lot of time reading God's word, praying, and speaking God's promises over my life and circumstances. All right, I'm going to pray over you. Father God, we come before you seeking the wisdom and strength that only Holy Spirit can provide. As Jesus retreated into the wilderness fasting and communing with you, we too seek to draw nearer to you through fasting and prayer. In this season of intentional sacrifice, we seek the life and spirit in every word that comes from your mouth. Your word is our answer. Your truth is our shield. As Jesus did, we will defeat the enemy with the power of your word as we stand firm in our faith, grounded in your promises. As we buffet our bodies and seek your face, guide us in making decisions that align with your will. Whether we are preparing for new beginnings, facing crossroads, or consecrating our lives for kingdom work, let this time of fasting be a spiritual journey that clarifies your calling and deepens our reliance on you. May our fasting not just be an act of self-denial, but a profound engagement with Holy Spirit, leading us to greater works and deeper understanding. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me on Meditating the Word today. This is Cherie, reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.